Hello, America. Are you a babysitter now or are you a parent? Parental rights. Do you have any? Beto said, no. Mm-mm. When Ben Shapiro uh, did a uh, monologue on Friday, the left went out of their mind. And I tweeted support for Ben. Oh, my. Oh, that, that didn't work out well. They have taken the masks fully off. I told you that they would do this probably eight years ago. I said, there's going to come a time where they'll take the mask off and say, yeah, yeah, we do want your guns. Yeah, you're not really the parent of that child. Yeah, we do want to soak the rich. We don't believe in capitalism. We're all socialists now. I told you that would happen, and we are here. We begin with what they want to do with your guns now. And this, according to the New York Times, the masks are fully off. And we go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So the New York Times surveyed the 2020 Democrats on gun control, and they found that there are, there are some dividing lines here. Um, not a lot of dividing lines, I think, between um, the Democrats. I mean, there are a few, but between anyone who believes in gun rights and the Democratic field, there's some really, really uh, bright lines being drawn. Uh it seems remarkable. I'm, I'm going to quote the New York Times. If it seems unremarkable that every Democratic presidential candidate wants to ban assault weapons, it's worth looking back just a few years. In 2013, the last time a ban received a floor vote in the Senate, nearly 30% of the Democratic caucus voted against it. The Times survey adds to a pile of evidence that a segment of the Democratic Party is headed towards extinction. And that extinction, that part of the party, is the one that believes in the Second Amendment. It is no longer politically tenable to be a Democratic presidential candidate and support the sale of an AR, which has become the weapon of choice for mass shooters. (laughs) No, no, it hasn't. Handguns also are used. Several other policies had unanimous support among the candidates who completed the survey. So-called red flag laws, which allow confiscation of guns from people judged to pose an imminent risk to themselves or others. This is, this is one of the more dangerous ones, in my opinion. The so-called red flag laws. We already have those. If you think someone is a danger to themselves or to others, you already can call police. And they will already take the gun away from them. They'll have to go to a, a mental hospital and be checked out. But that's the system we have. There has to be due process involved. And what they want to do is get rid of that due yeah, process. It's, it's too slow. And the Democrats... Oh, too slow for due process. Yeah. And the left continually gives commercials to the warning signs of what's going on. You mentioned the Ben Shapiro thing earlier today. Um, where he talked about defending the lives of his children against someone coming and trying to take them from the government. Uh, and it was a big big issue over the weekend. Well, what was the response from Eric Swalwell, the uh, former presidential candidate, congressman? Uh, he said, perfect use of red flag laws. The second someone disagrees with their opinion, 
Well, all of a sudden, they're too crazy to have their guns. If you're wondering how these things will be utilized, Eric Swalwell just gave you a commercial for it. He didn't like Ben Shapiro's rant on the internet. Now, take his guns. And this is the demonstration of why I believe in the Second Amendment. It's not because I like to shoot. It's not because I, my family and I, we, we do it all the time and we enjoy it. It's not that I'm going out and hunting for my food. I have my guns for one specific reason, and that is a check on the balance of power. If you think the United States government is not afraid of people with guns, why did Swalwell say that? Why would Swalwell say, well, if you disagree with us, we have to come take your guns? And he didn't say that, but he said <coughs> what Ben Shapiro said was a was a a good reason for the red flag laws. Well, what Ben said was, my children belong to me. And if you want to come and take my children away because I won't teach them that there are no genders... I'm sorry, uh, you meet me at the front door with a gun. Because I will defend my right to teach that to my children and to keep my children. That, to me, is perfectly reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. I would never think of the state going in and taking somebody away, their children away, because they, um, uh, they believe that there are 97 genders. <laughs> I would say, well, you know what? Let the free market work that out. Let the public work that out. You know, that kid is going to grow up and he's going to believe all kinds of crazy things. Well, that's okay. He'll believe lots of crazy things, but it's mom and dad's right to teach it to him. And we know over 80% of people who uh, question their gender early in life and don't have the surgery wind up coming out on the other side and saying they are pleased Mm -hmm. that they didn't have the surgery. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, that's just eventually people kind of figure that stuff out. Now, if you want to change the sex of your four year old, six year old, even 10 year old, well, then maybe we should maybe we should talk about that as a society, because that's a new idea. I, I think that is abusive because you're making a change. They cannot change back and they might like princess dresses today. But as Stu said, studies show later they don't. So if you are fundamentally altering their body and their chemistry, well, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's something we should all discuss. But right now, it's totally fine. You can do that. That's totally fine. When did we decide that? When did we ever, when did we ever voice that? The elites are voicing that. And they want to jam that down my throat? No. Well, that's funny, too, because it's it's really the reason why we didn't all decide that is because a lot of times it's kind of none of our business, yeah. right? But they, they are taking advantage of the thing that they want to end, mm-hmm. the, the advantage of, of parental choice, and, and you can raise your parents however you want. Now, you're talking about physical changes uh, in you know, cutting somebody open for a surgery they don't need. That's covered under other laws. But as far as arguing for those things... Teaching your kids that there's 97 genders? That's, it's that your is business. completely your right as it's a parent. Right. It might be something that you think is nuts. Yep, it's your right. You I don't do like it, but that's your right. Yeah. I, I teach my faith. This, You know what's so crazy is my faith came out with the proclamation of a family in the 90s. And I remember everybody going, 
what is it? Why would they issue this? And it was a very big deal. It's a cornerstone of our church. And it talks about how sacred the family is and that gender is something that is assigned eternally in heaven. That you are born male and female, and they are not to be changed or trifled with. This is in the 90s. It's specific about that. So now you're going to come and tell me that I have to teach my children something that my faith says absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I, you know what? I have a right to my faith to my practice of religion, of raising my children. And if that means I meet you at the front door with a gun, damn right, I'll meet you at the front door with a gun. Now, I don't believe my faith will say that. <laughs> but that's the way I feel. So, okay, so red flag laws. There's the first wow, one. Wow, only one. We just got through one. One, one. of the policies proposed. A ban on high-capacity magazines. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Do you know that you have something called a 3D printer and you can print magazines? The bad guys will just print them? I mean, people who have a 3D printer who obey the law, they're not going to print them. But you could print those at your house. It's so ridiculous. So stupid. I mean, and, and to think that you could stop them from being mailed around, ordered on the Internet is insane. Uh, an unnamed relative of mine. Um, recently told me that they got uh, in the mail a, f- uh, a gift from uh, a friend of theirs, uh, which happened to be um, edibles, right? Uh, you know, marijuana-laced food. Okay. How are you stopping that? I'd like to know, how, like, right? The Texas doesn't have it legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah doesn't have it legal. But you're telling me you're going to stop? There? Are they going to individually inspect every package of gummy bears that gets mailed to see if there's marijuana in it? It's just effectively legal in, a, in every state because of the things like this. Try to ban it. Anyone who wants it can get it, right? And the same thing that's happened with these tiny pieces of plastic or metal that could easily... I mean, we're talking about a container. What, it, what? It's a container and a spring, a high-capacity magazine. That's what it is. Anybody can get these things. You can get the parts for them easily. You can 3D print them. You can get them mailed, uh, you know, from, from the you internet. You could make them. You could make them. <clears throat> you could make it's, them. It's ridiculous to think that banning them would do anything. Yeah. No, it will keep them out of the hands of people who want to respect the law. Yeah. It will not do it for anyone mm-hmm. who doesn't give a flying crap. Right. I mean, this is this isn't. I'm making a gun. This is I'm making a magazine. It's and you can't have this conversation with people who have never held a gun because they have no idea what a magazine is. They've absolutely no idea what a magazine is, and it takes you a while to really understand magazine and clip. It's different, and you know what? Once you learn that, you're like, uh, yeah, I understand. It's like we're not a republic. We're not a dem- democracy. We're a republic. It's one of those things that people don't get, and it drives people nuts because you cannot have an argument with somebody who doesn't even understand the difference between a clip and a magazine because it shows you haven't been around it enough to understand it. 
How am I going to have a conversation with you about a gun when you can't tell me about the little plastic thing that you put bullets in that goes into the gun or a little metal thing that holds all the bullets together before you put them in a gun? Hmm. Yeah, right. And there's no way to have that conversation because the person you're talking to has no knowledge on the topic. No. And and this is this goes to also what what stupid Beto's campaign said about all of this when they talked about you know people when you try to ban their ar-15 or take it from them what's to prevent them from keeping these guns they're just going to keep them and beto's uh, representative said look no we believe the american people are law-abiding and when it comes down when these laws are passed they're going to mm-hmm. follow the law and mm-hmm. handle them in mm-hmm. well then why are you passing the law if you believe that they're following the law why are you taking their guns mm-hmm. they're going to cross the line on keeping their gun but not this evil murder the people you are talking about, you're admitting that your law has no effect. Because you're only taking them from the people who care about right. the law. Care about the law to not, let's say, shoot up a movie theater. Right? Like, these are not the people you need to worry about killing others. The people that are going to willingly turn in their guns, you're the, only taking them away from the most compliant people. Because this, honestly is not about guns. As I wrote in the book called Control, it's not about guns. This is about control. And our founders understood that. They knew. That's why you have the Second Amendment. You know, um, England, England, everybody had guns in England. Everybody had guns until the king decided... You know, they're getting a little unruly here, and they don't like the things that I'm doing. Take away all their guns. That's what, that was the lesson our, our founders understood. Wait a minute, how did the king get out of control? Oh, he got out of control when he took everybody's guns. That's how. You know, why do the Scottish throw... Have you ever seen the Scottish when they take the poles and they throw the pole, the you know, like the logs? Uh, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Do you know why they do that? No. Because they weren't allowed to have any guns or any swords or any weapons of any type because mm. they need the king knew these guys were fighters and they were never going to give up. So it was illegal for any of them. So they trained by throwing big rocks. They kept their military people strong by how far can you throw that tree? Because you didn't have any other weapon. So you needed to be able to kill them with rocks and with big, huge branches. I was going to guess utter boredom. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Surprisingly, okay. that was that was mine, too. Yeah. It was kind of like the Canadian with the sweeping on the ice. No, this one actually had a military uh, purpose for it. <laughs> Okay, this is great. I love this. Closing the Charleston loophole. Do you know what the Charleston loophole is? Only because I, 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 I've i heard the term Charleston mm-hmm. loophole before. Yeah, And, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. the thing is about these loopholes, they're never loopholes. No. They're either just someone breaking the law blatantly mm-hmm. or something completely different. In this mm-hmm. case, it's something completely different. Mm-hmm. It is the government breaking the law. Thank you, Stu. Thank you for knowing this. I love you. It's amazing. Yeah. So the, the Charleston loophole is... The government breaking the law. There is a law that says you have to be able to... to, I mean, it's not technically breaking the law, but let me explain it. 
there's a law that says you have to have there's a waiting period of what is it uh, three days no it's not a waiting but period it is, it is you a, have to have a background for the background check, check. <clears throat> how long can they take to do the background check only three days three days and it's and it's and everyone knows it takes about 20 minutes you go and you buy yeah. your gun mm-hmm. it takes no more than 20 minutes if it's really crazy i mean at the height of the gun sales it could take you an hour only because of the line in the store to get it right okay. and so yeah. and so people back in the day realize that this is something when the background check went into effect that could be exploited yes we're having computer problems in washington again mm-hmm. no one gets any guns approved mm-hmm. for the next six months oops right so this is this and i saw this happen i was going to buy some guns in connecticut before obama won okay mm-hmm. and they told me you gotta get you gotta get it you gotta get it right now gotta get it right now i bought them before <clears throat> before he won then I bought them after he won. Oh, darn what it. happened? This computer system again. It oh, was, there the was no problem under the Bush administration. <laughs> as soon as Obama got in, all of a sudden, computers are down. There's just, that just d- Washington is backlogged. Computers are down. It's Re- going to be. Remember the Noid? The Noid that used to steal the Domino's pizza? Now yeah. he's, he's in the, in the he's gun in the, system. He's in the gun he's system. He's it up there. Yeah. That darn yeah. Noid. Yeah. Avoid the Noid at all costs. So this isn't a loophole. This is actually, yeah. this is like a uh, do not cross. Yeah. This is almost like a Bill of Rights. You have a right to get that gun and the government Cannot take more than three days to do it. Right. So in Charleston, they did. They mm-hmm. took more than three days. So if you if they take more than three days, they get, you have to give the person the gun. Well, the government screwed up. This guy wouldn't have passed a background check, uh, but it went longer than three days. So they had to give him the gun. Mm-hmm. So they're calling that the Charleston loophole now. It's not a Charleston loophole. It's not a loophole. loophole. It's, the government can get an automated background check done in less than three days. Mm-hmm. It's an absurd amount of time already. And now they want to extend it in this article. They say to potentially two weeks if not longer. Uh, so that is not a loophole. It's They call it the loophole because it makes it feel like, uh, you know, it's it, it, the NRA's carving out these little things for murderers. That's not what's occurring. How about the boyfriend loophole? That one's interesting in that um, it, they have domestic violence convictions that uh, can get you so you can't have a gun. and But they cover mainly people like your husband, your spouse. But they might not uh, do a cover boyfriend. boyfriend. They should cover a boyfriend. I don't have a problem with that yeah. in theory. A, yeah, assault you, is if, assault, if, right? If, domestic yeah. violence is just another version of that. Assault right. is assault. If, if, you you do, be- if you committed domestic evol- uh, 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 violence, no, no, no gun for you. As long as there's process. Welcome to the program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Pat Gray joins us. Let me just uh, say this quickly about Syria. Um, Late uh, yesterday afternoon, I got video out. I just uh, tweeted it earlier this morning. Video out uh, from the Syrian border of the Nazarene Fund, uh, our operatives there, all waiting in jeeps right at the border as our, our other operatives went in under cover of night and grabbed as many Christians as possible, and uh, we are starting to get them out of uh, Syria. The first person killed, I have the name, I'm not allowed to share it, but I have the first person's name that was killed by Turkey, and it was a Christian. Um, we uh, we really desperately need your help. I, I'm I let politics uh, rule the day elsewhere, not here. On this, we really need your help. If you would like to save these Christians, they are going to be the Christians, the Yazidis, and the northern Iraqi Kurds 
are all going to be annihilated. They're just going to be annihilated. Um, and um, we need to get them out. So please, if you can, even $5, just $5. If you, if you could do $5 a month, there is a monthly plan to where you can put $5 down. Uh, and five dollars a month. I think it's. I think we're down to what is it? Sixty dollars a person uh, to be able to get them out. Mm. Uh, it was twenty thousand when we first started. Wow. Yeah, we have really. We have some amazing. Kind of way more people. efficient. Way more efficient. Uh, we know what we're doing, and and we are doing things um, kind of in bulk. You can get more people out in bulk, mm. apparently. Um, NazareneFund.org, please uh, donate now and help those Christians in Syria. Did you also see that uh, Turkey's been bracketing our troops with art- artillery fire? I mean, they, they're just, uh, they're so hell-bent on wiping out these people that uh, they're, they're trying to force us to withdraw even further. They're pissed off about the fact that we still are where we are with operational troops and so they're firing artillery shells on each side of them, and they know full well the exact coordinates of where our troops are. And they fired it at them within a couple hundred yards. It's not good. It's not good. This is not good. It's really bad. It's a really bad time of year to uh, sanction Turkey as well, right around Thanksgiving. And yeah. I think it's are really, we going to be able to have any Turkey? I, I don't know. It doesn't look like it right I mean, now. It doesn't look like if it. If Beto takes our guns, I know I won't be able to get any Turkey. <laughs> And I think all the, I mean. Beto and Kamala, uh, they both want to. I mean, we've got to, yes, we have to take the guns, but we need to, we need to set fire to the Constitution the right way. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It's got to be done right. Of course. Yeah, of course. Kamala's really conscious about that. The only way, the right way to do this is to repeal the Second Amendment. And the reason why. That is the right way to do it. It is. And the Constitution (laughs) allows that. If if you want to mm-hmm. say I want to repeal the Second Amendment, there's a process. There's a process. Do it. Do it. You just know you can't. What and are that's the odds why? that anybody will ask her about that tomorrow night? Oh, zero. You yeah, mean the Constitution? Not, the fact that how do you? I'm sorry. You said you wanted to take 10 million guns from Americans, but you want to do it the right way. Explain to me what is the right way. No, they no. They, well, they might ask that question, but it. Won't, I don't think they will. They won't hold her to it. No, that's she'll true. just say we just have to pass laws. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't that's do. you can't do that. <laughs> okay, so we've we've been going over this uh, this thing from the New York Times on all of the things that they all agree on: red flag laws, ban on high ma- uh, high capacity magazines, closing the boyfriend loophole, closing the. Oh, I hate this Charleston loophole. Enacting federal anti-gun trafficking law. We don't have that already. Um, Most of the candidates also say you have to be 21. Well, then you cannot send anybody to war at 18. Don't you dare. Don't you dare come for anybody at 18 to send them to war. Don't do it. Um, The biggest sticking point, according to the New York Times on Democrats, now is what to do with the million of assault rifles that are already in Americans' hands. Candidates are united for calling for a buyback program through which owners would be able to sell those weapons to the government. But state the obvious, many people don't want to give up their AR-15s. Should the government make them? If so, how? The outlier is Joe Biden, whose gun plan would incentivize states to enact licensing programs that would not, but would not require them to do so. You need a federal license to drive a car, he said during a recent gun forum. 
Uh, Mr. Booker said to the forum to the forum that licensing was not a radical concept, uh, that anyone who did not support the federal program should not be a nominee from our party. And, and you know, and Biden's point on you don't need a, a federal license to drive a car is that obviously the states are doing it. So that's kind of there's not a huge divide there. there he's just <laughs> saying, I want the states to do it. He's going to incentivize states to come up with mm-hmm. the licenses. Well, there's also not a constitutional right to drive a car. So there's a little bit of a difference there is as there? well. Yeah, just is a there? teeny bit. Yeah, a teeny, well, teeny what about difference. the car clause? Yeah, there isn't one. The, the, <laughs> no, there isn't. Of, no, the car didn't. amendment? No, mm-hmm. no, no. The, the no. right to drive? Nope. None nope. of that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I love this, though. This is fascinating to me. Uh, the political terrain on guns has been shifting for several years in response to mass shootings, et cetera. Which, by, which, by the way, we should point out that the, the crime uh, report just came out. Another 9% less homicides than the year before. An- less. Wow. Think of that. Think wow. of that. Uh, this... Think of that. We're saying that guns Jeez. are such a problem. Homicides were down. Again. Nine percent again this last year. Mm -hmm. And we should point out again that uh, once more, uh, less than 300 murders in the entire country were committed with any type of rifle, not just AR-15s, not just AK-47s. And that includes mass shootings. Rifles combined, including mass shootings, uh, less than 300 people in a a country of 330 million. You should ban pools. Pools kill kill more than any rifle. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not to mention just pools, uh, personal weapons. What are personal weapons? Hands, fists, and feet. Um, we're, we're talking about 672 murders. Well, that's because I can't control my fist of fury. <laughs> I can't. Really? No, I, I've seen that I have you. a problem you're, you're with so it. aggressive. I have a problem with it. 1,500 wow. with knives, but three, less than 300 with rifles, and those are the things they're trying to ban, which makes tons of sense. Yeah, it does. Policies that were dividing lines among Democrats have become baselines. Again, this is, Glenn, how many times have you said it? They're going to start admitting mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're, going to, they're going to take the masks off and just mm-hmm. admit that they're going for these things. Uh, proposals that were p- politically untouchable are now firmly on the table. Mm-hmm. All 19 uh, candidates support an assault weapons ban, which I believe would now be ruled unconstitutional post-Heller. It's a whole other situation. The biggest disagreement, whether they should already own guns. Um, there is some support for a federal gun registry. Oh, we're not trying to register people's guns. Don't be that ridiculous. The NRA mm-hmm. talking points. Yes. Yeah. Even yeah. the we Times. We don't want to take them. We don't want to confiscate. Yeah. We don't want to license anybody, register anybody. Yeah, and they're doing all that. We're now. strong believers in the Second Amendment. Uh-huh. We just want common sense restrictions. <laughs> and I don't want the scaremongering from right. We've how many mm-hmm. times have we heard that? A million. Mm-hmm. Even the Times admits it. Uh, there's some support to a federal for a federal gun registry, an idea that many Democrats used to dismiss exasperatedly as gun lobby scaremongering. Wow. And now there's, I think it's wow. at least it's over a third of the field. Well, is yes, supporting because that. things have changed. Things, right. Streets are changed. so dangerous right. that they are now 9% less likely of <laughs> being murdered by a gun or fists of fury than they were last year. Things have changed. And this shows what we always say and are criticized for. As people on the right, as conservatives, as talk show hosts, they want all of this crap. They're just waiting for the moment it becomes politically feasible to do it. That is progressivism. As we've learned over these many years, listening to Glenn blab on about Mm -hmm. it every freaking day. It it is not an idea of a difference of where they want to end up. It's progressives saying the alternative to revolution. They're not saying, like, storm the government buildings and overthrow it today. They're saying... Every second they have the political feasibility to get one more step down this road, they will take it. Because mm-hmm. the end of the day 
if you listen to the, even the people who are objecting, the quote-unquote moderates like Joe Biden are either saying, well, we can't get it done right now. It's not, it's not feasible. Or, well, we should do it in another way. Yeah, so notice, it is feasible. Notice they say that it's not feasible. They don't say it's not constitutional. Or not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. right. It's not constitutional. What they say is it's not feasible. Well, when it becomes feasible, mm-hmm. then you do it. Mm-hmm. Try this one on for side. Um, Governor Gavin Newsom has signed now more than a dozen firearm-related bills on Friday. They're now law, including one that expands the state's existing red flag law. It expands the red flag law. One law allows Californians to purchase just one long gun per month starting July 2021. Another mandates that ammunition dealers at firearms show and follow the same regulations as licensed firearm dealers. But one law in particular is being hailed as one of the most strict gun seizure laws in the nation. The law will allow co-workers, employees, and teachers... Listen to next hour. The law will allow co-workers, employers, and teachers to seek a red flag firearm restraining order against anyone they believe is a threat to themselves or others that ask a judge to temporarily take away someone's firearms. Previously, only law enforcement or immediate family members could seek such an order. Newsom also signed a companion bill that allows the restraining orders to remain in place up to five years. The same bill allows the judge also to issue a search warrant at the same time the restraining order is issued. So in other words, if your teacher, your child's teacher, hears your child doing something or using a finger gun, and they say, do Mm. mom and dad have guns in the house? They can deem that as a danger to the child, and you could lose your guns. There's a story we were talking about uh, on Pat Gray Unleashed. Heard immediately before this program, and if you've missed it, you can download it on a podcast wherever you get yours for free. Always selling something. Always, yep. Mm-hmm. Jumping <laughs> right in on the opportunity. <laughs> My gosh. There was a story today about a 12-year-old girl charged with a felony because she pointed her finger yeah. at four classmates. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. herself. Yeah. And so fortunately, her finger didn't go off because that could have oh, been, that could have been <laughs> so tragic. Yeah, so tragic. A double Did she Doppler, have... super Doppler, mega Doppler uh, felony in that case? Is that yes. what happens if yes. her finger goes off? Yes. Was her middle finger a high-capacity magazine? Yes. Holy it had, cow. It had three clips underneath it. Really? Yeah. Three clips? Clips. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not magazines, magazines. But, but three clips. Whatever it is, the thing that you stick in there yeah. and put it <laughs> we in. We were just talking yeah. about you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this this law in California mm. is so bad yeah. that the ACLU is opposing this bill. No way. The ACLU is saying, wow. quote, this law poses a significant threat to civil liberties. Because a restraining order can be sought before a gun owner has the opportunity to dispute the request. Additionally, these lo- uh, those making the request under the new law may lack the relationship or skills required to make an appropriate assessment, end quote. You want to talk about your rights going away. Wait until you hear next hour. Coming up in just a second. Thank you, Pat. That's usually followed with your welcome, Glenn. 
Hey, just want to make mention of something and then move on. This this scene that Donald Trump uh, allowed to be seen uh, around him. Uh, the scene from the Kingsman. If you remember in the first Kingsman, if you saw it, there's a very violent scene in the center where they go into this Westboro Baptist church and some crazy guy, they won't mention this, some crazy guy who's trying, who's all about global warming, has put a chip into people's heads and can make make them kill anybody. And so he goes in to this church, they turn on the, the chip, and he kills these Westboro Baptist church people. Not specifically that church, but no, it was but that it was type like of that, church, you know. know. It was how it was portrayed. Yeah, and so it was. it's a crazy, crazy church and a crazy scene and extraordinarily violent. Well, somebody, in a really cheesy sort of way, this is not a deep fake kind of thing. No, no. They take uh, Donald Trump's face and plaster it over the killer's face, and then they put little signs like CNN and everything else around the people in the church. Okay, so they play it, and they're like, oh, this is so funny. It's a stupid meme, and it's a bad meme. Um, and the media is all up in arms today because how dare them? This is going to cause violence against, uh, the, uh, against the, the media. Really? Really? Because I don't think you had a problem with it when it was just the Christians that were being killed. <laughs> and, and Stu pointed out this morning, well, no, but wait, that, those were Westboro Baptist. And I said, oh, yeah, that's right. They were Westboro Baptist style. However. Yeah, this, this is from the Washington. Washington yeah, go ahead. Matt Walsh, who tweeted this, the two ways the Washington Post treated this. Violent, horrific, fake video of Trump massacring media shown at his Miami resort draws backlash. When the movie came out, they said this. One massacre set in a conservative Christian church in the American Deep South is a masterclass in cartoonish fight choreography. Unbelievable. <laughs> From masterclass to it's heinous. Amazing. And by the way, you notice they didn't say that it was a it was a crazy church? Yeah, no. they didn't point it out. It was a conservative church in the South. They had no problem with it then. You have no credibility on the left or the post or anybody else. To Glenn.